You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. back on the fan we'll get back to your calls in a little bit right now i want to welcome in one of my good buddies i've worked with her man a long time ago at uh mlb.com she is currently a host on sirius xm she's an espn reporter and of course you could see her next to me on the couch on sny on baseball night new york as a frequent contributor she is danny wexelman danny how are you Oh, my friend. I'm so good. Thank you for having me. I I hope to bring a lot of entertainment and information to you. I'm just grateful to be here with you. Of course you are. Now, I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know that you were at When did you uh finish up with Mets spring training because I I've seen you making the rounds with the Cardinals and the uh Astros as well. When did you uh go to see the Mets in Port St. Lucie? Yeah, you're not paying enough attention to my social media, Correct. so that's clear. We were there on Sunday. We we rolled through Port St. Lucie on Sunday. Okay, so you were there for one day, and you and your crew doing a great job. I saw some of the pictures and videos that you sent me afterward, and I was like, you know what? Why don't you just come on and enlighten us? All right, so what did you learn? Before we get into the baseball rules and things like that, what did you take yeah. away? Give me some takeaways or your biggest takeaway to start with from uh, your, your day at Mets camp. Okay, I would say number one in talking to Buck – when I brought up what it means to have a one-two punch with Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, first ballot Hall of Famers, how does that impact your club? He actually went to, I'm more concerned about my six, seven, eight. Hmm. I'm concerned about the depth. I'm not concerned about my guys who are in my starting five. I'm really thinking farther down the road, which is very Buck Showalter, right? He is always thinking one, two steps ahead. And that, that stuck out to me a ton. That, that, that made me think, okay, I wonder what guys are going to be a part of the staff. Who's going to come out of spring and be able to be those depth guys, those depth pieces. He goes, don't forget Tyler McGill was our opening day starter. Right. So, so you go back. Those are the things that are on his mind. And then the other part that stuck out in our conversation with him, and it goes to what you just said, were the rules. How are they going to use them to their advantage? How will their pitchers, their veteran pitchers, be able to shake things up and make it more of a cat and mouse and not be put on on offense? Right. Like they don't want to sit back and, and wait for things to happen They're They want their arms to be proactive in what's going on. So they're trying to figure out the best ways to make the rules work for them. I would say that definitely stuck out to me. But walking around that clubhouse, man, it's all business. They're having fun, right? We know the Mets. I say this word a lot. Like, it's a sexy team. You got big names. You got a lot of money, half a billion dollars thrown around. Like, And, and they're flashy. They're, they've got a, a new scoreboard that's going to have movie-like intros on it. Hmm. But when you walk in the clubhouse, 
like there's chemistry, but the guys are all business. They're taking care of what they need to do and they want to get their work in because also they have a ton of guys leaving for the World Baseball Classic. What does that do to the chemistry? How does Omar Nervaez learn his new pitching staff, right? How do, how do these guys gel together? You got a ton of guys who are about to leave camp this week and next week for WBC. I would say those are probably the biggest takeaways for me, but camp looks solid. Like this team looks really solid just from early spring training. Did you, so you talked to Buck, right? We talked to Buck. Did you wish him a Merry Buckmas? You know, I thought about it, but we were limited in our time. It's a little intimidating when you know you've got like 10 minutes. And I, I was with three. So Eduardo Perez was with me and then Jim Bowden was with me. And so I felt like the better use of my time, Sal, was to ask like a good question. But we, you know, we get around Buck. Buck is like Buck holds court. So we, he's, we're sitting in our office and we legit get 10 minutes. And Buck's answers are like five minutes long, and I'm so, like, oh my god, so I, let me, I'm not going to answer anything. So let me ask you, because I am inti- intimidated by him. As much as I love him, as much as I pretend <laughs> to be a tough guy, I am so intimidated by him. And I yeah. am going down there March 17th. Do you think I should wish him a Merry Buckmas myself? I think you should. I think you should introduce yourself, wish him wish him Merry Buckness, and then ask him a question. Ask him a good question because. Dude, dude has stories. Like, ask him a, ask him a cool like, story question. Buck, did you, uh, did you, one time in 1998, Buck, uh, you were managing <laughs> the Diamondbacks, and I yelled at you from the stands and said, Hey, Buck, Yankees suck! <laughs> and you looked at me and smiled. Do you, do you remember that? I guarantee you he remembers. Like, baseball brains, <laughs> baseball brains are terrifying. Dudes will be like, oh, yeah, I know what pitch you threw to me in that 2-2 count back in 1975. In game 73. Yeah, I know that pitch. I can remember it. It's freaky. You touched on something, Danny, that I think is interesting. Omar Narvaez, a new Met. You know, he's a catcher, which is important with this team built on pitching, the veterans on the staff. You know, what about the limitations now that they're going to have with him going to the WBC? How big of an impact do you think that'll have on them, at least early on in the season? So there's something we forget about these big leaguers, and it's it's a good reminder, is that they are adaptable. As much as we love to hem and haw and make a big deal about the big changes, these dudes are adaptable. They're professional athletes. So am I concerned a little bit? Yeah, a new guy with, with an, a Hall of Fame staff? Of course I'm a little concerned about it, but they don't seem to be concerned. So you take it with a grain, right, because you're always going to be skeptical about what will really happen because spring training builds chemistry. I just saw it in Cardinals camp today where Wilson Contreras, who was signed by the Cardinals, opted out. He's not playing the WBC because he wants to build his chemistry despite some of his staff going. So I think for the Mets, what this what this means, because we know Max Scherzer is very particular, right? Justin Verlander is coming off the Cy Young. You've got guys who have been a part of this staff and this team, and they're going to have to work with a new catcher with limited time. I think that there are going to be, there are going to be some growing pains, right? Think about uh, all the back picks, right? So you're thinking about first base, and, and I'm thinking about Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso also has to build chemistry with Omar Nervaez and get his rhythm and his timing. How often is he going to throw down? What's going to be their communication with that? And don't forget, you're thinking about Jeff McNeil and Francisco Lindor with throws down and, and trying to get guys stealing. Those are all a part of it. It's not just the pitchers getting used to the catcher. It's also the guys on the infield and, and finding that rhythm. We, have you not seen the weirdest things so far? You saw the Red Sox game and how that mm. ended the other day. Like you're seeing some really weird things right now, but I'm going to be honest. Like maybe my glasses have full style. You know, it usually always, is. yeah, it's always, it always that's is. why we gel I so think, well. Mine's half empty. Yours is half full. Exactly. We have a combined. We have a full glass of, <laughs> of adult, 
adult sodas, but like honestly, <laughs> I don't drink soda. Be, me neither. No. It's going to be four weeks of like this sucks, and then it's going to be fine. Uh, you mentioned Max Scherzer, and we're talking with Danny Wexelman of SiriusXM. She's an ESPN reporter and SNY contributor. You mentioned Max Scherzer. I'd be curious to see if you talk to him, A, because you're both from St. Louis, B, because I know you have a relationship <laughs> with his father. Do you have any yeah. uh, interactions with my guy, Max? <laughs> I'm I'm bummed. We didn't get to talk to Max, so he threw, he came out, and we, we ended up missing him. We had to do a couple other things, but... I actually did see his dad, Brad. I went and said hi to him. The family was there. They came out to watch Max pitch. We didn't talk anything about Max. That's what's awesome about his dad, actually, is, is, is we don't talk about that. But I think the thing for Max, I think we have to acknowledge who he is, what he's going to be, a.k.a. A Hall of Famer, but understand that the dude knows his body. There were moments last year, I, I mean, I was frustrated watching. You know, he was frustrated probably with himself and the oblique and his sides and, and dealing with all of that, but... I, I think that he just needs to be Max Scherzer. He doesn't need to be anything else. Now he's got Justin Verlander. He, he shouldn't be worried about carrying the staff. I think that was a conversation that we've had is how much goes on his shoulders, right? The rest of your staff maybe isn't up to snuff. Well, now you got a you got a Cy Young winner. You got you got these guys have how many combined together? Is it six? Six combined Cy Youngs in your one-two punch, and then the rest of your staff. So I don't think he's going to carry as much on his shoulders. I think that he's going to have to step up, though. He needs to be better, right? And, and that goes back to, do you have depth? Do you have a six, seven, eight that you know can come in? Because Max Scherzer is on the seasoned side. Justin Verlander's 40. Like, what is that, combined 70-something? Like, that, that's your grandpa's age. Like, you, you got a hmm. grandpa on the mound. But I do think I, I have confidence no, my grandpa in what is Max dead. does. Well, so, do you I, you do know. That? Oh, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. All right, how about Pete? No, you're right. And I understand that a lot has been made about their age, but I think they'll be just fine. Scherzer, who you know I love. And I actually, if I, do get a, if I do get a chance, I love him. And I love the way he's uh, adjusting or, or toying with the new pitch clock and, and going to try to use that to his advantage. One oh, thing he I, will. Yeah. He will, by the way. One thing I do want to ask him, and I know I shouldn't uh, look back, but I do want to ask him just what the hell went wrong? Were you hurt? I need to know the truth about last year's performance in Atlanta and against San Diego because they were just so uncharacteristic of Scherzer. And I would be shocked if he weren't dealing with some kind of issue. But anyway, I don't know if we'll ever know the truth on that. How about Pete Alonso, Danny? Uh, he looks to be, at least from where I'm sitting watching him, looks to be in pretty good shape. What would you take away from yeah. seeing Alonso up close in, in person? Oh, man, he looks good. He already went yard. Like, the dude, dude's sprinting off the field. Like, he wants it. This guy bleeds blue and orange. Does he not? Like, he just screams Mets to me, and he does look good. I said this to you. I said this to you a few weeks ago when we first saw him. Like, his face looks good. His body looks good. It looks even better in person. Hmm. And, and he, 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 don't forget, right, last year, he's coming into camp off that car crash. So oh, right. That's right. I did forget about that. Yeah, everyone seems to have forgotten. Like, dude went through a lot last year. You know that's traumatizing. You get to camp, and you're like, I was just in a near-death experience. Let me try to now go play a baseball season and be a professional athlete. So I, I think he's coming into camp. His, his mind is going to be better. I, I think you're seeing that. And I also think he knows, like, he wants to get paid. And those conversations, I don't know anything about the extension conversations, but I do know that it's on everyone's mind. We also, we didn't get to talk to Pete. We didn't see him in there. You know, we get, we get an hour in the clubhouse, and then we try to go on the backfield. We try to go dugout. Uh, we didn't get to talk to Pete, but I, I will say that I think we know what he's capable of, but I'm an intangible girl. You know, I like mm. the intangibles. And for me, this is a guy who loves his community. He loves the team. 
And I think that if you want another face to your franchise who's going to hit bombs because you need it, you don't have the power, you need Pete Alonso, that you're going to give him a really nice, cushy extension and make him a Met for life. couple of things here. By the way, uh, before I get to the uh, couple of questions that I have, are we interrupting any dinner plans here? What's going on with Danny oh, Wax yeah. tonight? What are we looking at? Yeah, actually, we wrapped up camp today, and I'm out with my girls. I stepped away from a margarita. In oh. fact, South. To- yeah, a watermelon margarita, because that's how much I love you, dude. Is this, is this, a, is this drink number one on the night? What are we looking at here? I am not allowed to say. Oh, okay. That's confidential all right. information. Oh, all right. Um, you know, I don't want to get anybody in trouble here, Danny, but I do appreciate you taking the time to step away. We'll make it quick. You love you. You, you. love the prospects and the younger players. Yeah. Mets have a couple with Alvarez and Beatty who have gotten a ton of hype. You, know, you can mention Mauricio's off to a good start. Um, yeah. You want to go to Beatty specifically and, and chances of him being an impact player? Tell me what you think of the young guys that you saw at, uh, at Mets camp. Yeah, I did see Beatty walking around the clubhouse. He's taller than I, than I realized in person, so you should definitely go check him out. I don't know how you'll stack up. You might need a, an apple box to stand Are next to him. Are you saying I'm but, short, Danny? That's not nice. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just inferring some things, but here's, here's what I think. I think Brett Beatty... <laughs> it's definitely needs, her third margarita, by the way. <laughs> it's not, Mom. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> Brett Beatty needs to make the club. They need his bat. Here, here's the other thing that, that we heard around camp is that, and we heard this from Billy Epler. We got to talk to Billy Epler. Okay. And, and here's what I took away. I forgot to mention this to you, maybe because I had the margarita, my bad. The thing that really stood out, and I'm in Florida, so you're going to hear these cars and these engines. But mm-hmm. actually, I want, I want to tell you this. The thing that Isn't stood it past, out, uh, past driving time? Aren't most people in Florida in bed at eight o'clock? The grandmas and the grandpas are in bed, but there's always those, those, mm. You know, fancy cars driving around. They like to show off here. Okay. But here's the thing. You're going to love this, actually. Billy Epler was emphasizing defense. Over, He wasn't specifically talking about anybody, but specifically saying defense is very, very important. If the bat is there, great, but what about the defense? And I think that I think it's okay to infer, he's talking about Brett Beatty and Francisco Alvarez, because we both know that they need more work. But here's my thing. They didn't get a bat. Bring Beatty up. Let him learn from Eduardo Escobar. No, that's there's no harm in that, right? That dude wants to teach them. He said that. Hey, he's Let gonna Brett be Beatty. he's gonna be at the WBC, as you know too, which I think hurts the Mets a little right. bit. Well, you I mean yes and no, but that means Beatty gets more time, right? But that's if you if you're saying you want a veteran like that, because I like what you're saying there with a veteran like Escobar teaching Beatty, you know, you don't have yeah. him for the time he's gonna be at the WBC. But yes, it, it does open up a, an area of uh, playing time for Beatty. But don't forget, a lot of these guys got to camp early. This isn't just like they've only been there the two weeks that we're seeing them. Some of these guys who were going to WBC got to camp end of January, early February. So, like, those are things we didn't get to see. There's time to teach and learn. I want Beatty to break camp with the club. I want Francisco Alvarez to get his reps in AAA. If the defense is the issue, Beatty can be the bat. Alvarez can come up later. They have Omar Narvaez and Tomas Nito. Like, where will Alvarez be unless they want his bat? But for me, if you want his defense, because that seems to be the priority from the conversations that we had with Billy and Buck, if you want the defense to be priority, let him get his reps, Francisco, and AAA, and then bring him up when that seems to be on par with the bat. Otherwise, let Beatty come up and learn and get that bat. But I'm telling you, the amount of times Billy Epler mentioned the word defense and, and working on that, that was the other point of, 
emphasis, I would say, that came out of Mets camp. I do like that. I know how big a fan you are of defense. I am as well. I think it's important at the big league level. One miscue can cost you a playoff game, and obviously that's a huge thing with this Mets team. So, yeah, Alvarez's bat looks pretty good. Beatty's bat looks pretty good, and there's great ability there. But they need those guys to clean up and shore up defensively to get their game to a major league level. Last one for you, Danny. I do appreciate the time. We'll get you back to your dinner <laughs> with your friends. We'll talk with Danny Wax, of course, Sirius XM, ESPN reporter and SNY contributor. The rules. Uh, a lot was made and overreacting to the rule changes, uh, changes with the pitch clock mm. and all the other stuff. What have you seen? You know, just obviously with the Mets, you're all over the place watching all these uh, different games, different camps. What do you think so far of the rules and the way that they've uh, taken place here at the major league level? Yeah, every guy that we get to talk to. So I've been to Nationals, Astros, Mets, and Cardinals camp has been really transparent about them. And you have a guy like, let's say Edwin Diaz. We talked to Edwin Diaz. And he doesn't really think he's going to have any issues with the pitch clock. He thinks he's going to be okay. He works quickly, right? But then you, you've got other guys who that could be an issue. We talked to Gio Gallegos. He, he's a reliever for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's one of the slowest workers in the league, and he literally said to us, I know I'm going to have to work on that. So they're, they're still getting used to it. But then you have a guy like Josiah Gray plays for the Nats starting pitcher. He's like, I haven't even worked on it. So camp is the first time I'm going to get used to it. And then you've got a veteran like Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals who says, I don't know if I love just two disengagements for the pitcher, but here's where I stand. The pitchers technically have three timeouts, right? You get two disengagements, and then the next one, you better make something happen or it's going to be a, a ball for the batter. The batter can only step out once. We had this conversation, right? Who has the advantage? I still think that as of now, it's going to be tougher for the pitchers to adjust. Think about your relievers in the eighth and ninth inning when the game's on the line and you get 15 seconds, like that, that's going to be an issue. But right now for the batters, their timing is completely thrown off. I think the pitchers, the ball's in their court. That's a terrible analogy, but <laughs> you obviously know what I'm saying because yes. you, you are a man of many sports. But the ball's in the pitcher's court right now because they control it. Let's say you, you force the batter to step out, right? That's their one timeout. And then they can't leave the box, or that's a strike against them. And the pitcher has has ample time. If they are a veteran, they're going to be able to manipulate this. Like it's going to be wild to watch, I think. But but eventually, I do think these rules, in my eyes, make the game better. You're you're looking at two and a half hour games, and it's not it's not rushed. It's not. Well, oh, it can't I, be I rushed. That's the key. It cannot feel rushed. And at times, watching right. it, I feel like it is rushed a little bit. At least right now. I don't want the yeah. sport that's a timeless sport. Look, you love baseball. I love baseball. Anybody who loves baseball, part of the charm is that it is a timeless sport. And now it's not right. to a certain extent. So I'll say this. I think that you're seeing that because of spring training. There aren't necessarily a ton of pitching changes yet. And and I don't I don't think that it's going to be 2.30 on the dot. I think it's going to be between 2.30 and 3. But what the key is is that you're seeing action. When I wa- Dude, I watched the Cardinals play the Mets today in Cardinals camp, and I said out loud, wow, there's lots of of things happening. There's, like, so much happening in the game. And you know me. To yourself? Were you you talking to yourself at that particular moment? I can't say that. No, I had a friend. I actually had a real friend next to me. I paid her to sit next to me. But (laughs) basically, like, I I thought to myself, wow, okay, these are working. I I am an old soul. I, I love that you could tune out for three innings in a game and come back and you didn't miss much, that's going to change a little bit. But it's it's not ruining the game. You're not taking away the essence or what the game means. You're, you're just allowing people to enjoy it more. That's what I think. I think you're going to get more out of it. And the players love it. 
I, listen, like I'm, I'm going to throw out seven out of 10, think it makes the game better. Maybe if it's eight, I, I, I don't have a accurate like calculation. So don't, please don't quote me on that. Cause I know you and you'll bring this back up in two weeks and be like you said, but I think that players enjoy it and they, they want the product to be better for the fans. It's all about the fans, man. I do think, look, I'm keeping an open mind to it. I don't yes, like, I feel anxious at times with the 15 second clock and you do feel rushed naturally. Hopefully we'll get used to it. I do think ultimately it's going to make the game more exciting, more entertaining, which is better. I mean, that's the goal. Um, but as long as it doesn't feel rushed. So I'm keeping an open mind to it and looking forward to seeing how all these different rule changes. It's going to be a little different game. We have to learn along with them as we watch and know about the pitcher's timeouts and how many times they throw over and the bigger bases and everything that comes along with it. So it'll be exciting to see. Danny, um, enjoy the rest Wait, of your trip. Real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. Oh, I was going to okay. let you go because you're at dinner. I'm here all night. I can talk oh, right. all night. Go ahead. Oh, okay. That's right. You you have all the time in the world. Two things. Okay, number one, there's a Mets giveaway. I think they're giving away a bucket hat. So make sure you look out for that. I when saw is someone that? wearing it. They're giving it away in spring training. So look at the calendar, at the promo calendar, and see because you might be there when they're giving it away. Yeah. So so check that out. And, and number two. I don't know. Bucket hats for- aren't really my thing. You know what I mean? You're bald. They should be your thing. What, what the hell? What the hell is that supposed to mean? You should be covering your head for the sun. No, like getting some color. I mean, come on. No, bro. I've never worn no. a bucket hat in my life. But yeah, I, I can understand that I'm bald. If if somebody gave you a free bucket hat, you're telling me right now you wouldn't wear it. That's a lie. You you wore an Islanders jersey. Oh, whoa, Danny! I know whoa. you. How dare Listen, you? I would- Oh. I would wear a free hat and free jersey too. You Cardinals fan? You're, you're I not hate above the Cardinals. a bucket hat. Oh, and that I is true. Especially if I'm not you're above not anything a, free. That is you're true. Not above a free thing. So I'm just telling you to look at the promo <laughs> calendar. But the other thing I want to say is that remember when everyone was up in arms about the universal DH? How dare they change baseball and bring in a universal DH? And now. Nobody thinks twice. No one's like, oh, man, I'm, I really miss Max Scherzer swinging the bat. Right, Nobody's right. saying that. Like, you're just going to be like, oh, this is baseball. Like, this is what it is. And I'll tell you this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if down the road the rules maybe get adjusted or changed a little bit. But for now, like, this is the rules. And, and these are big boys. These are pro athletes. The rules are the rules. And they're going to play the game because guess what? They want to win. And if you want to win, you got to follow the rules, Sal. That's the rule, okay? Play, yeah, play by the rules. I'm getting it, Danny. Thank you. I think that they're going to play, play by the rules. She is Danny Wexelman, uh, host on SiriusXM. You can check her out on ESPN as a reporter as well, and of course on SNY, and you'll be on that famous couch on Baseball Night in New York with me next week, twice, correct? Twice. How lucky are you? What like, days? How lucky? What days? Do you know? I think on Tuesday and Friday. Oh, it's funny because I was feeling sick, I think, on Tuesday and Friday. It just uh, That's because cold. you need to wear a bucket hat. Cover your head. <laughs> you got to stay healthy, okay? Thank you, Danny. Tell your friends I apologize <laughs> for you, taking you away for a little bit. I'm going to go enjoy my margaritas, but you're the best. Thank you for having me. Talk to you soon. Danny Wexelman, she is tremendous right there, doing a good job recapping uh, her day at Mets camp and all over the place with the baseball rules. Look, it's going to be fascinating. I mean, there's no way around it. It is going to be... Different. At times in my life, I've hated change. This is one of those times where I think we have to be at least open-minded to it and maybe accept what is to come, and maybe it's for the better. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.